The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to another Quest and Chaos podcast. My name is Cryovane, and you're listening to Dragon of Icespire Peak. That's me. <laughs> this adventure is DM'd by one James Aaron O. You can join this story live on Mondays at 7pm Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash chaos. Please leave us a rating and a review at your podcast provider of choice as this will help new and returning chaotics find the chaos. Now, let's meet my lunch, I mean, players for this miniseries. I'm Julie. I play Darjan Kindrith, a moon elf bard. But my friends call me DJ. I love to sing and play a liar. <laughs> I'm Nick. I play Tim, and I'm really just here to keep Darjan out of trouble. I'm Matthew, and I play Inqua Sheridan Jarber, a dragonborn ranger with an affinity for farming and finding a friend. Anyone up for a game of dragon chess? I'm Laura, and I play Winley, a young woman from a less-than-honest family of faux healers, who has recently discovered she truly does have the power of a cleric, channels from the goddess LaRue. I'm Tiana, and I play Assault, a newly-minted paladin of LaRue who is entirely too old for this nonsense. With the introductions out of the way, let's play some D&D. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dragon of Ice by a Peak. Whoa! Artie! Oh, my gosh. I already have a mimic here. It is amazing. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Dragon of Icefire Peak. Uh, yes, indeed. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. We're questing chaos, and we have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful young man right there. Um, but before we start our game of Dragon of Icefire Peak, we have some announcements. We've got our friends at Nord Games. They get you all that supplementary material to make your D&D games awesome. They got books, they got decks, they got cards, they got dice, they got all sorts of things. And if you go to NordGamesLLC.com forward slash three dot HTML, you're going to go to their affiliate link and that or our affiliate link, excuse me, our affiliate link. You're helping them, you're helping us. And if you use the coupon code chaotic 20 you're going to get yourself 20% off your purchase. C-H-A-O-T-I-C-2-0. Speaking of chaotic, you can also use the coupon code chaotic at birdsofparadise.com. Birds of Paradise, 
They have custom dice based off of bird themes as well as their very own home state of Arizona made by our very own Andrea of the Burbs. Yeah, I, I, I really can't look at the screen because I just see Artie's face there. So I just look at the camera right over here. Um, yes. So that is Andre of the Burbs, birdsofparadise.com. Use the coupon code chaotic and you're going to get yourself 15% off. Our other friend of the show is D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond is an online tool set that really helps streamline the pen and paper aspect of the game so that way you can get straight into the role playing they have all your stats your they now have a virtual dice roller you can create characters you can create spells you can create items all of this for your characters for your campaigns check them out dndbeyond.com very very helpful online tool set helps streamline the whole thing things that are also online is our Patreon. Yes, Quests in Chaos has their very own Patreon, patreon.com slash Quests and Chaos. Um, just giving a shout out to our new Patreon members uh, for the past couple of months. Ben, Leslie B, L, SV, and Emily of Free Kingdom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Artie says thank you very much as well. Mm. And if you do wish to be uh, named anything other than your initials, um, uh, you can do that through the Patreon settings or letting us know. I'm pretty sure we can figure that way out for you. Um, Patreon.com slash Chaos. We got Guild of the Five E's. And we also have our deck of inspiration, in which our community, you all, uh, can help our players uh, stay alive because... Sometimes I don't know how to balance combat. Um, so, uh, we just want to give a quick shout out for the current dip cards provided by um, Leave Sim Ogre NGC457 and Squeal the Bard. <laughs> and your current cards right now are Boosted Quick Thinking. You can invoke disadvantage on attack against you or a creature you can see within 20 feet, Emergency Seal. A little marble ball you throw, and then a seal just blocks the the doorway. So that way, they can't go through. It has an AC of 18 and HP of 25, because it is distracting. <laughs> or if you want to imagine it the boring way, you can see it like a glass wall. I don't know. I like a seal that's just like, hey, no, you can't get past. No, here, no, it, yeah. Catch this. <laughs> um... But yes, that is Emergency Seal. And then we have Forgotten Lore. You know the immunities, resistance, or vulnerabilities of a creature you can see. Restoring mana, you get a magical potion that gives you a temporary first level spell slot for only 10 minutes. And Critical Strike. Make a regular strike into a critical strike. Those are all provided by our community. And you two can help out um, this uh, next month because they all the cards all go away at the end of the month. Um, so yes uh one thing i did forget to mention we have been doing some giveaways but unfortunately not tonight but do check out prosperity on kickstarter it seems to be a um not uh, a collection card game in which you're trying to make your own tea blends and they have been giving us uh 
little one ounce blends of tea that we have been giving away, but we are not doing it this time, but we will be giving them out uh, elsewhere um, for uh, in our other shows. So keep an eye out for that, but type in exclamation point T in the chat. We'll take you to their Kickstarter and you can see the board game that they are promoting. Yes, that is all of the announcements here that I do doth see. Um, so let's go to the bits. We got a thousand bits from the Baroness to the players. And 500 bits to me. Uh, thank you very much. I'm going to need it because they're all going to play their cards now. Yep. Um, <laughs> the Hefner gives 500 bits to the baby. Baby. And then the Baroness responds and saying, hey, here's another 500 bits. For the baby. So only Artie can use those two inspirations. <laughs> well, we agree that he's playing Inqua today. Ah. <laughs> really? Did we do Totally, totally. Also, there, there there was one that Thomas missed. Uh, Hef did his usual 50-50 thing. So you also have ah. another 500. So thank you, thank Hefner, you. for trying to get us killed. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fourth baby, I believe it is. Ah, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> Wait, so is the is already on my day? No. What? No. Well, I mean, right here. He so. wants mommy to be happy, so. Aww. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Well, 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 well. I believe that is it for months. Um. Yes, nothing. Hmm, my hair. I went on a ski trip, y'all. It's kind of helmet hair. Well, you're just, again, <laughs> we're missing Matt. So now you get to do the crazy hair. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, there we go. Buff it up and. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Duke Fleek, 500 bits for Laura's baby handling skills. Oh, with thank Z. you. With the Z. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that Lots is of practice. One, two, three. Well, five to you and two to me. Thank you all very, very much for all the support. Did we have any left over from last time or not? We should have the four from last Probably time. four. I mean, y'all have yeah. been doing some role-playing stuff lately. And, uh, Lots of role-playing, role not so much dice rolling. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, cool. Any announcements from uh, you four? Sure, I'll dive into this one. Uh, we just we have finished the uh, the first arc of the redacted reports. Um, day after tomorrow, our interludes episode is going to go up, which is the mechanically our players are able to use a scene to uh, restore sanity, work on skills, and basically we get to look at look at their home lives. And then the week after that, we'll be diving into arc two. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Laura is our guest of honor for this particular arc, and we are delighted to have her as Agent Quinn along with Arcel. Yes. Mm. Yes. We're 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 borrowing someone from Q Cell for this particular uh, expedition into the death trap that is Yuma, Arizona, in June. <laughs> and you're about to go to Arizona. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but at least luckily not in June. Yeah. It's in April, so it's very slightly less death trap. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, we've been we uh, we had our third recording session yesterday, and things are getting tense. Things are getting great. Should be. And 
I discovered that in Arizona, you get like Amber Alert style alerts on your phone for dust storms. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Quinn and Rowan found it, found that out. Oh, well, everyone found it out, but Quinn and Rowan were actually awake when it happened. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 gonna be. We're we're doing a lot of reveals over the next couple of of weeks, including a new logo that I'll be putting into the Discord probably this week. We'll see if y'all want it. Uh, let me know. Let me know in the in the Discord. Because it's purdy. Purdy, purdy, purdy. Yeah, so check out the redacted reports on wherever you get your fine, fine podcasts. Uh, speaking of uh, Matt, as you can see, Matt is not here, but Matt is also on our show on Saturdays, Frost Maiden, which we are moving up from 1.30 p.m. up to 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, with everything opening up, people's schedules are starting to... Uh, evolve and we would like to keep as many of our fine folks as possible so we are moving that time up to 12 p.m pacific standard time um if you are a frost maiden watcher so keep an eye out for that and make sure you set your clocks to that put that put that back up 90 minutes yeah frost Um, maiden time yeah Yeah. it's frost maiden. it's now perfect brunch entertainment it's true Sip Before, on your mimosa. Have, yes. have, have, have a nice eggs Benedict while, while while watching Elsbeth die for the third time in, in a row. Oh, please. She's dropped eight times now. <laughs> um, yeah. Fun time. <laughs> it's bad when the cleric is the one who's consistently going unconscious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But, yes, that is Frostmaiden. But tonight is Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. And what happened last time? Last time, our fine folks headed to a party hosted by one Khalid as well as the mayor of Leylon. They began to participate in some of the festivities. They watched a beautiful, beautiful uh, show provided by Alondra, the bronze dragonborn, said to be mainly housed in Waterdeep, but is now doing a tour of the Sword Coast. They asked her about her um, song choices that happened to mention Typhon, which our heroes here of the Arjun Sword happened to have a bit of a run-in with one of his zealots. Said She said it came to her in a dream, and satisfied with the answer, the folks began to head back down, and there, waiting at the bottom of the tower that they visited Alondra in, was their host, Khalid, who has been very um, forthcoming about his uh, admirations for a particular party member, Winley. And as they began to walk through the party, he extended a hand and asked for a dance. And at that same time, Isolt was pulled away by their ex-lover, Soliana, and Tim and Inqua were pulled pulled together. Um, so that way Tim could maintain his promise of being a bodyguard for Winley in this evening's event. While DJ Darjan was offered uh, quite a tantalizing offer to go with Alondra up to Neverwinter to be their opening act. 
and the party went bonkers after that. Darjan queued up the band and started singing Barty Girl. Uh, Tim and Inqua lost Khalid and Winley in the crowd as he pulled her up to the tower and in a in a very particular uh, um, uh, Disney fashion, um, they jumped off and began to float away due to a magical scarf that was wrapped around Khalid's uh, shoulders. Yes, the party is a bit of a woo thing. I need to close my door a bit. Um, <laughs> it opened by itself. I was like, who is opening my door? But it opened by itself. There's um, ghosts in your house, James. Ooh, hello. Please be entertained by my stories. Um, so, they uh, flew off. Meanwhile, Isolt had a bit of a... Um, Hmm, how should I say this? A good old uh, confrontation of words and catharsis and um, rec- not reconciliation. What is the what is the closure? Yes, closure. Excellent word for the toxic toxic relationship that Soliana still still holds on to. Elves, humans. Sometimes you need to have understanding there in terms of ages and. This relationship did not have a gosh dang it, they brought Jolly B home, y'all. And <gasps> oh that was about <laughs> uh ten minutes ago and uh, ten minutes ago I was with y'all. So I'm gonna begin that at the break. Um please sponsor us, Jolly B. Um <laughs> So uh that is what happened there. Um Khalid took Winley off to the coast and I need to close my door. (laughs) And. Vamp. We vamp, we vamp, we vamp. We can't wait. Oh my gosh, what happened? Do you remember? I don't remember. I was going to have to pour a drink. It was a cliffhanger because we were on a cliff. (laughs) Yes. Yes, on a cliffside, you were staring out over the ocean, and Khalid began to remember the memories of his childhood that also happened to have one Winley, though not her name at the time. And when it was revealed that her parents had inadvertently killed his grandmother, she gave, she ran away. Meanwhile, Isolt made friends with a one particular gentleman, Jack, um, out at the front gate, who absolutely found the party to be quite quite droll, um, but they shared a bit of um, a bit of a smoke, and then everyone eventually made their ways back to the sunset horizon. Tim and Inqua uh, also finding Winley as she was running back from the northern into the northern side of Leylon. They all reconvened. Winley was distraught, and to make matters worse. Knocking on the door is Khalid, who is asking to speak with Lady Winley. And he, Khalid, asking for a moment of their time, his guards not giving him that. Inqua decided the move was to grab Khalid, shove him inside the room, and then stand guard um, 
on the outside. Which is... Oh, the music is still going. I'm going to actually just turn that music back on, but it, it made the, the recap a little intense. Um, <laughs> um, they danced really hard. Hard. <laughs> it was hard on the dance floor. There was a severe lack of kebabs last episode. Last episode, lack of kebab. But that is where we begin our story after that very scattershot recap. Um, you four, Isolt, Winley, Tim, and Darjan are within your room while Inqua is on the outside. I lost the sheet that had our initiatives for the first three. So we're just going to roll that and say that the first stuff never happened. Yeah. It's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I would say this first round of combat happens, but if everybody can roll initiative and then I will plan oh, we're in initiative too? You're going to hear the f- sounds of fighting in about six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, give or take. All Not right. that we're counting or anything. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Oh, I should pull up. Inqua. Oh, no. What did I do? What did I do? I need Inqua's character sheet. Okay. We need Inqua. Inqua, Inqua, Inqua Inqua collections, my campaigns. I'm going to start keep making up songs now for Inqua. Inqua, Sheridan Jabor. Yes. So, uh, 15 to 20. I have 17. I have 22. Oh, thank you. 25 to 20. Thank <laughs> you, Tim. Ah. Okay. 20 to 15. 17. 17. And... Okay. Oof. Ah, uh, so that is Tim. Do, do. 10, 20 to 15, 15 to 10. 11. 11. Oh, I need to roll four. Cleed. Okay. What is Cleed? Ooh. Okay. Uh, 10 to 5. 7. 7, 7, 7. Um, and what is Inqua? What is Inqua's dexterity? Two, okay. Uh, what is your dexterity score, Winley? My score is uh, 12. 12, okay. Well, that's story appropriate. You are at the bottom. Um, <laughs> exactly. Cool. So, just going to do this first round with the first three that you are about to hear the combat going down. Starting off with Omar, who's going to take out... uh, What does Omar have? Um, Two battle axes that just slot off. And he's going to take two swings at Inqua. If Inqua dies this session... You're not allowed to kill a character when the player isn't here. It's a rule. Oh, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's like so mad. Maybe maybe not in Ezra's games, but everyone else with a heart. 
Oh, get people with parts. Okay, sure. Oh, and then what if he had to come back and play Sheriff? Oh, dear. Oh, no. Um, share again. It's sold will drown sheriffs. Just full stop. We're on the sword coast. She will muscle him down to the to the coast and drown him. Um, but yes, uh one of those do hit. Um for eleven damage. Can I do my daily affirmation today? <laughs> uh, okay, yes. Yes, you did. So did. he does have his eight temp hit points that go boof. And oh no. Go zero. Go zero. No, not 80. Zero. <laughs> Are you gone? There we go. And three left over. Apply. Cool. And I did that super quick with D&D Beyond. Okay. After Omar does his two strikes, you hear one of the axes that just kind of puncture into the door frame. Just... <clears throat> And the other one slashing across Inkwa, who's like, Ugh! Um, and then Maya is going to uh, attack um, with two smaller blades, more scimitar-like, and they whip out. 16, both of those hit for 17 damage. You just hear Inqua just Oh! Um, Duke Fleeg is going to uh, throw in two cards to y'all. Two changes of fate and two critical strikes. Uh, Actually, for that last hit, would we want to use the the one that provides disadvantage on attack rolls? Yes. What's Inqua's AC? 14. That's worth disadvantage. You know, hey, hey, hey. I, I, I think it's worth it. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. Let's come on. Going back in time. It only applies to one of them. Right. To one of them. Um... Lucid quick thinking, yes. Yeah, I, I do. Is it Mara? Uh, Maya? Maya. Yeah. Um, so you use uh, boosted quick thinking on. We'll assume that. Uh, um... What's it called? Uh, Ink was the one who plays the card since he's the one who has to see it. Um, That's fair. So one of the one of the attacks does go through. Ooh, one of the attacks go through. So uh, Tim, pick uh, odds or evens. 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 So the uh, four damage stays, um, but the other one does not. So that is. That's oh man! It's not an attack; it's a person, right? Is it disadvantage for the person? I don't know. You know no, because if, if it's anything like warding flare, which is what it's based on, uh, it, it, it's it's opposing uh, disadvantage on a attack. So if someone okay. has multiple attacks, it only goes on one of them. Okay. Okay. All right, and the second roll is a natural one. Very good. So that takes off some of... So one of the blades you hear and then the other one just like kind of scrapes against the um, framing of the wall that you hear a little... And does it swing back and poke him? Because it was a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Or go skittering down the hall. Um, 
that is. Okay. Uh, and it hits the uh, side of the um, door frame and just like kind of catches and then and you hear a voice just like shit as one of them goes off to the side there. Next up is Inqua and what was his instructions for me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that we miss you. I don't think he can do that because he's not near a ban. Oh, you mean down okay. the stairs? Is that what he was? Or, or, or he, he's going to insist that he doesn't want to fight. <laughs> he said, maybe throw some guards over the second floor banister, which kind of conflicts with the not wanting to fight part. Um, he wants to fire breath <laughs> to prove his point. And then it's yell. Kind of an attack. <laughs> mm. yeah, kind of. Well, he can like maybe do this one at a time, but he wants to end with Winley and Kalidney private time. Okay. So I'm assuming he's going to try and persuade first, where it's like. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You just got hit. We're not. We're not here to fight. Just Khalid and Winley need private time. Um. Winley, roll roll a d20 to see how well he persuades. Okay. Oh, no. Which is a minus well, one. Well, my bait. What? Oh, it's a minus one? Yeah, for <laughs> Inqua, it's a minus one. Okay. Eight. An eight? <laughs> just kind of like leaning against the doorway, just like, just let them have their private time. And almost <laughs> just kind of looks down again, the fabric kind of covering his eyes just narrows and begins to ready two more strikes with his battle axes cool now we introduce everybody can everybody see the map at the moment by the way oh let's look at the I wasn't yes. looking so yes ah okay where is Khalid is he the Khalid is at the door, door. Okay. So the light portion there is the second floor, dark portion is the first floor. And oh. you pulled that together in the last like 20, in 20 minutes before we started. Well done. Nice. All right. When you learn about <laughs> roll 20, shit can happen fast. Well da, 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 da. Cool. So top of the order is Tim. How hard is it to get Khalid out of the way so I can open the door? You're gonna have to push him, probably. Uh, I mean, I'll push him out of the way. All right, I, make I a... want to pull him out of the way, but okay, I'll push. That's... Push? Yeah, make a strength check. Use athletics instead, it might not matter. Uh, can I use athletics, actually? Sure. Uh, I have to do math, 13. 13. While flustered, all of a sudden, as you start to rush forward, Khalid just like hunkers down. It's like, ah! you rolled a 14 and you try and push him out of the way. And he's just like, what are you doing? Getting to my friend. Well, I, uh... he's a little exasperated by the sudden, um, they're sudden... killing him. 
you should have grabbed me. I'm going to use Action Surge to try that again. Okay. <laughs> okay, this time it is a 23. 23. I want to throw him. Okay, so you rush forward and you left or right? Whatever gets, I'm not thinking, just away from the door. Is he, is, do you not know if your character is right or that? No, I'm kidding. Uh, you like, push him. Like, be over me. I will suplex him if I need to, to get him out of the way of the door. Dang. <laughs> Bam. You push Khalid out of the way and he kind of yeah. like scatters across the floor. Um, the door is open before you. I, that was all my action-y stuff. I would want to pull, um, no, but can I move and get? Opening a door is a, is a free interaction. You get one. Yeah, of but no, it's I wanted to pull Inqua in as well, and that wasted my action surge because just sure, it's like yeah, I'm not But me. wait, was Inqua like leaning back on the door? If he's like, did, he, he fall? He might fall door? in. Yeah. If we yank the door, he falls in. Let me know, because I otherwise I, I want. I want to get in front of him and stop the attacks on him. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I was going to be fancy and try and open the door, but I can't. Oh well. Um. So, you open the door and uh, Inqua kind of just like tumbles back. He is uh, prone at the moment. Um, if you wish to Can drag him, how much movement do you have left? Oh, I was like right up here, right? So one, two, three. Um, and then half back so I could get him like off to the side over yeah. there maybe. So basically he's within the threshold at the moment. Wait, so if I, hold on, if I pull him there, is there any chance I have enough to get in front of him? It's either you get in front of him or you pull him in. I'd rather get in front of him. Okay. Then. Please, please. He's lying on the floor in the doorway. Right. Basically, yeah. So, anything else? Any bonus actions, Tim? Nope. Okay, that is your turn. Next up is Darjan. So, did we say that my temporary hit points stack on top of uh, Winley's temporary hit they points? They do not. No, temporary hit points don't stack. <laughs> but if they are gone, with Inkla's case, uh, they can be re-upped. Yeah, no. I, I have something that can give up to three people... Uh, more hit points. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was just trying to figure out whether I could do that and make well, is that, sense. Is that temporary hit points or is that increasing the max H? Because there's something that can increase HP temporarily, right? Yes, right. But I think that that, that what she's referencing is is a specific- Correct. Uh, glamour. Oh. Mm -hmm. that, and that's temporary, not- Yes. The mantle of inspiration. Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, I am, basically I'm going to do a cantrip on myself. Um, it's called Blade Ward. Okay. Until the end of my next turn, I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, blah, blah, blah. Oh, nice. Yes, and so I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to 
to to to try to j jump out there and let's see. Um, oh, should I charm him? Yes. So I'm going to see if I can charm them to get them to stop doing this. Okay. Where do you step to? I can. Let's see. I get. I can get more than one teacher. Uh, one more than one creature if I do okay. it at a, at a higher level. Okay. Where do I step to? Let me. One, two, three, four. I'm gonna be over here. Okay. Uh, so you watch as Darjon slaps himself, and a bit of a shimmer uh, goes over them. Is Blade Ward an action? It's a cantrip. But is it an action to cast it? Um, yes. And is the uh, the charm person also an action? Let me check. Oh, okay. There, it is. I thought I thought one of them was not an action, but yes, that one's an action as well. So it's either or. Right. Biscuits. All right. Well, I think I'll. I, I think I better get slashing, um, and I, I will just try to do charm without the charm person spell. <laughs> How do you do so? I, I'm going to get in front of them and and let him know that it's like. You saw me up there. You saw that what I, I, I can sing and inspire, and I wouldn't let anything bad happen to your master. Please, please let them talk. Roll a persuasion check. It jumped out just a second. God, I hate when it jumps out. Oh, good. I got a better roll. <laughs> All right. So, um, persuasion. 24. 24. Yes. Noted. Okay. We'll see what happens. Um, speaking of, Omar's turn. You say that. Seeing Inko on the ground, seeing the door open. He's going to walk one. He's going to walk two. Oh, attack of opportunity. You're going to take an attack? Oh, he's, yeah, they've, they've attacked. I'm definitely not letting him just go by into the room after they've done that. Okay. Roll Especially if he doesn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, and that would be... I have to jump between my sheet. Apologies. Uh, 25 to hit. 25 hits. And damage isn't so much important... As that his movement is zero and he goes nowhere. However, the damage is six. Six damage. Okay. So you swipe with your sword, clipping Omar, who then looks back at you. And you just from the little bit of eyes you can see, you can see almost like a vein just kind of like bulged just a bit. That's fine. Just move him back down. And is going to attack you with two strikes. Let's see. Does that help? With, that's just melee damage. 
What happens when What happens when he what? Rages. Rages. Hmm. He's a bard. A barbarian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Cool. So, you watch as his veins kind of pulse and almost, almost like spectral figures, very trans, very faint, just like appear behind him. And they all kind of look down on you and they all seem to have a very similar Omnian-esque clothing, but their features of their face are really undistinct to you. But you see these specters kind of pop out one of the attacks does hit you for i need a feet move him back down uh for 12 damage and these specters begin to just kind of coalesce near you tim well, it would have been wherever you hit him, which would have been when he was trying to leave your your uh, threatened space. So I think that's a, I think that's the right spot, actually. But I. You wouldn't have been able. He's, to... Oh, well, he's yeah, trying to leave yeah. my threatened space. Yeah, right. you, you okay. wouldn't have been able to attack him here. But it wouldn't mm-hmm. be until he's yeah. here moving up that that you would have been able to attack him. Meanwhile, okay. that's no that's no roll to hit. I just take twelve damage. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Meanwhile, Maya on the other side uh, has runs over, grabs her um, other scimitar, and goes one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Will use their action to dash here and use their action surge to strike Tim. I can respect that. Uh, and it will be two attacks. Oh, wait, why am I saying that? It's not Maya's turn yet. My bad. I was just like, oh, yeah, right after Maya's Omar. After Omar is Issel. All right. The situation has gotten out of hand very quickly. Um, I'm going to move up the one space, grab Inqua. Okay. And and drag him back. All right. Um, so is that my movement or is that my action? Because it should be like it, it, it'll have my movement. Yeah. But... I'll say it has. You kind of have to drag him in. He's right. willingly he's willingly going with you. So yeah. Um, so that was five to get there. So ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five basically drag him back here okay. so that he's about here-ish. Um, but is that, but was that my action? No. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look at Khalid mm-hmm. and, and say to him, we want you to be able to talk to Winley. But if you, if your men keep attacking our fellows, she is not going to hear you. 
Okay. Call them off. Call them off now. Persuasion check, please. No, do an intimidation check. Yeah. Uh, persuasion's better. Don't make me do <laughs> intimidate. <laughs> uh, that's a 16. 16. Mm-hmm. We'll see what Khalid's does. And I'm, I'm hoping he leans in my favor because I, I was talking to him and trying to mm -hmm. help him. As it is Khalid's turn. Khalid hears this and tries to absorb the like the fact that Inkwa is now bloody on the ground and his um, guards are currently attacking you as you have been attacking them. Um, and he will step over here and see the back of Omar and just put a hand on his very high shoulder and be like, Omar, Maya, please. I am unharmed. Stand down. At which point, Omar kind of just like, almost like creaking neck, just like. And then takes a breath. The specters that were surrounding you, Tim, kind of just. Maya was about, or has picked up their sword her sword and ran over here and is about to strike dj when khalid walks out and it's like <sighs> she catches her breath shoots her sometimes all right why don't we try talking like civilized people yes and if you so much touch my master again i will slit all of your throats that, right back really, at you. that is not a very civilized response. Please, you take our master away from us, throw him in a door, and you expect us to ask, act civilized. Yes, I do. I do not think because you are from Sword Coast. You are better than us. I do not think that for a second. I think that then that your master asked for a moment of time and you refuse to give it to him. You are behaving in an uncivilized manner. Calm down. No. You ever touch it again, I will personally find a way to make sure that a blade enters your throat and out your spine. You may. And see. at which point Khalid is like, Maya, calm down, please. Needs emergency seal on her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we would encase her entire head and suffocate her. And while that's very tempting, <laughs> not if we're using the seal version of it. Then there's just a seal on her. At which point, Khalid just turns like, "Please, we all can calm down here. They are good people. Okay, they are doing their job. You took me into your room." without any warning, looks down at Inkwa. They are doing their job. Let's all take a breath and calm down. <sighs> there you go. 
Khalid breeds, Omar breeds, Maya still has a bit of her hackles raised, but she's not doing anything at the moment. <laughs> and, and I look over at Tim and DJ with a, with a raised eyebrow, just like, you fuckers better, better breathe too. <laughs> Because I am not going to, I'm not going to stop you, uh, stop a fight from that side of things as well. I will smack both of you senseless. Tim is. Going I to see all that me. from Isolt's eyes. I see it all, and I and have I already nod. had a bad night. Do not test test. No, me. I, I and and I nod. I was doing my job. Persuasion. I'll, I'll, I'll nod at DJ. I was and Omar speak. I was going to simply check on my master, but you, little hot spit, looking at Tim, struck me from behind. We are on tenuous ground here. Particularly after you kidnapped Winley. At which point, Cleese, like, kidnap? What? That is very much what it looks like to the rest of us. We were not privy to your conversation. I see. That is where the misunderstanding is. So you are also on tenuous ground with us. Understood. Looks over at Omar and Maya. Omar definitely getting more onto the calmer side. He has to give Maya a bit of a stare. She turns around, kicks a banister. Very well. We will speak in your room, but we will stand by Khalid. Understood? And if Khalid wishes to have an emotional conversation without witnesses? That can be arranged, as long as it is not a surprise. Looks down at Inkwell once more. And I'll, I'll just like, then that can be arranged. We can discuss this. We are at the end of a long and exhausting night, but we are civilized people and can have a conversation as adults. Khalid. Very well. Shall we all calmly re-enter the premises? Yes. And I'll, and I'll gesture. Come in. And have a seat. There is seating enough for all. They begin to pour in. I, I will say that during all of this, Winley has been sobbing in the corner, just kind of babbling to herself. I don't do anything but hurt people. I just hurt people. I just hurt people. So she one... was only slightly, she, she kind of received this in shock and was a bit paralyzed by it. Well, you're in our room, right? Because there's mm. the, the outer sitting room and then there's the bedroom, right? Uh, the bedroom, or so like, the way I describe it is like there's like that lounge area. The bed is in this singular room on a raised oh. uh, raised area. I thought it was in a completely different room. Sorry. There is that conjoining room, which is like uh, a larger lounge area that's mainly just for lounging that is connected to what was uh, Winnie's and um, Hannibal's room. Yeah, what happened to them? <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I was under the impression that we were bringing them into the lounge area, not the bedroom area. Mm. Mm. The lounge room is the conjoining portion. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. All right, I'll, I'll go over to Winley once I see that things have settled down a little bit at least. Go over to Winley and, and crouch next to her, just like gently touch her shoulder. Winley. I can't, I can't see him. Well, you heard the lady. Tim. <sighs> Stare at you, Tim. Come on, dude. You are not alone. And it's time to stop running, little bird. What happened was not your fault, and you cannot carry that. And what happened was not his fault. You were children. And it takes a, a deep breath and just silently nods and peeks up ever so slightly at Khalid. He bows his head. Um, do you wish to speak alone or? And she just nods. Um, and maybe like looks imploringly at Isolt, like how do we get private time essentially? Mm-hmm. All right, and I'll and I'll look over at my at my and Omar. It sounds as if your master wishes to speak alone with the Lady Windley. There is a, a couple of of areas that are that are private spaces. You may check them if you would like to make sure that there is no attack waiting. And then we will stay out here with you. And leave the two of them to speak. Mm. Is this acceptable? Maya, cold eyes. Which room? I'll 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 look at, at around and be like, Winley, where would you be comfortable? Um, here. Because <clears throat> we're in, we're currently in like the bedroom, right? We're in the bedroom area. All right, and then I'll, I'll okay. So we, uh, five, will step into the sitting room over there, and I'll gesture at at the door. And if you would like to, to check and verify that it is a safe space, take your time. At which point, um, my, or Omar continues to stand with Khalid, but Maya goes over to the conjoining room, checks it, does a, what seems to be a good two or three minutes, comes back, locks the door, goes over to the bathroom, checks it, two or three minutes, comes back, locks the door. Very well. All right. First, would Khalid be so kind as to leave his scarf with his companion so they don't leave out the window? Oh, um, certainly. Pulls it off and passes it over to Omar, who's to his right. Would you all mind stepping out? 
We need to carry Inqua. Is he out, out? He's not out, out. Oh, no, he's he's still, honestly, he's still pretty solid. Okay, but uh, we need to get him, and let's move him and take him out. <laughs> at um, which point, um, Omar goes off to his side satchel, pulls out a little pot. Would you like this? Takes a sip himself. Inkwa? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Artie? Hey, he's not here. Yeah. Artie fell asleep on the job. Oh. He did. No, <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll take it to into Inqua. Mm-hmm. And uh, roll a two d four plus two. Two d four. Yes, two d four. All right. Seven. Seven. All right. And you watch as some of the um, wounds that. Maya and Omar had inflicted kind of begin to seal up as he ingests. Shall we all step outside? And I will. I'm still crouched next to, next to Winland. Just give it. Give her a, a kiss on the temple and murmur, "You can do this. You are stronger than you think you are. I believe in you, and I will be in just the next room if you need something." Thank you, Izzy. Of course. Gently squeeze her shoulder, stand up. Still in just like a loose tunic and trousers, no no weapons, bare feet, <laughs> and just walk it, walk into the sitting room. Because yeah. I was getting ready to go to bed, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you all step off to the side room. Um, Maya definitely being like the last one, like making sure everyone is just like, come on, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> Then closes the door behind after giving a very imploring look to Khalid, who's just like, as she steps in close to the door. Um, I, I do not know where to start, but. Um, and uh, Winley has gone over to like a vanity or whatever there is, to try mm-hmm. to grab a tissue um just clean herself up a little bit um and um uh, i'm i'm sorry just when you were telling me about what happened to your family i just got so upset hmm. um i didn't Did I happen to know you before as someone named Lena? She just looks down and kind of almost imperceptibly is nodding (laughs) to her. She's making the hugest nods, but Mm -hmm. it it probably is just like he can't quite tell because it's kind of small. and then she looks up. Did you ever make it through the jungles of Cholt? <laughs> Only in books. <laughs> Your hair has changed. Yeah. Your eyes changes. <laughs> yep. I'm so sorry. 
I didn't know she had died. I I thought they were able to save her. And... I'm just sorry. You know that day, not much anymore, but plays often in my mind. Um, whether something I could have done, whether it was my fault, is very, um, you are very fascinating people. And I asked my father to, um, allow you in. I thought you were wonderful people. But um, yes, again, I, I played over <laughs> many, many times, especially when it first happened. And <sighs> I, I struggle with why. Money and riches and I, I don't know, it just, that's all my parents knew. Hmm. And he stares kind of pensively off into like a side corner, his brow furrows a bit. <laughs> I just, uh... Again, I struggle with the fact that you, you could not tell me. I, I thought we were um, on a similar wavelength. And she's just so distraught. She doesn't even know how to answer that. I think she actually kind of turns around a little bit. And as you turn around, your um, visage kind of facing the vanity, you kind of see over your shoulder him and you see just his hand just go little arcane traces and you watch as some of the tear marks and the makeup that had kind of caked a bit just kind of lack away, giving a much more clean face. On me? Yes. On Winley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she turns around. That's supposed to be my trick. <laughs> so I guess you don't know that because you don't really know much about who I am now. No. Nothing. Um. Yes, that trick, I, uh, again, lots of books. My whole life, I had just done what my parents told me and I, I, I just wanted them to be safe and I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. No, I, <laughs> I do understand that. Um, following in 
parents footsteps but um Shall I call you Lady Winnie or Lena? Uh, well, I'm Winley now. Well, Winley. The Lena I met was courageous, brave, caring, and I see the same in you. Despite many miles of travel and however many names, that still seems to be you. Do you want to kill me? No, 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 no. Does your family? If they knew you're still alive. Yes. And your guards here? They know nothing. Um, I don't know if you remember Maya. She's the one who hung around a lot, um, just always peering at our games. Oh. Do I think I saw a look from her? Very dutiful servant. Um, and yes, uh, also a little bit of uh, Spitfire. Very capable. Um, yes, don't piss her off. Her, her threat on your um, mentor is real. Noted. Omar is a gentler soul, um, but don't get him angry or he will likely do worse than Maya. And her eyes get wide and she just nods. <laughs> Sorry, I'm lacking conversational topics at the moment. Um, you know, tonight, do you remember all of your parents parties we used to <laughs> sneak in on and, and watch from the corner and had some very very amazing food <laughs> <laughs> yes yes ah that was that was a good time um you were my first friend you know And I haven't actually had many since. But these people, they're my friends. And I don't want anything bad to happen to them. 
I understand. And I can see that their um, their devotion to you is strong, especially the one with the uh, shaggy hair. <laughs> yeah. He didn't take my invitation for a clothing. He decided to show up. Is uh, I could only presume your guard. So. Mm. Not very good about listening to us or anyone else. No, no. Um, but I, I think that is a strong trait for a friend. Mm. Not so much a bodyguard. It was good to see you again. It was good to see you too. Um, I hope you get those adventures that we read about. The night has been quite the adventure. <laughs> and it is um quite tiring. <laughs> yes. Um I don't mean to impose too much, but this place has a very delightful cheese plate. Would you be interested in sharing one? Um, how about something stronger <laughs> instead? <laughs> I had a lot of cheese earlier. It didn't help with all of this. <laughs> understood, understood. I, I'm sure um, there are other things they can make. Um, I'm pretty sure they have their ears pressed against the door. Um, shall we let the uh, let them in? Yeah. <laughs> And he begins to walk over to the door and stops halfway and just kind of turns and says, you are my first friend too. Uh, <laughs> and then he goes over and- And then wait, then she stops him before he's, she, um, he opens the door and she kisses him. Just as the hand is about to reach, you turn and turn him around and just plant one on him. Um, how long? And then she's uh, a good one. A good one. Okay. Yeah. And she says, "And I'm not going to run away." <laughs> uh, uh, and then she opens the door <laughs> and she says, "You guys can come back in now." Oh, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> DJ pretends she hasn't been listening at the door. Um, <laughs> Maya was kind of like oh, right with you, Darjan. Yeah. We're just like, oh, like, like one below the other. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm sitting back on one of the couches next to Omar, just just exchanging the the kind of tired uh, these kids look. <laughs> yes, definitely. And he, he found some of the liquor that was like in this room and just like poured you to class and just like. Yeah. Just sipping it. 
<laughs> and so you two kind of just like, yeah, what, what, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. we were just chatting. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, d- delightful people, Khalid. Very, very delightful mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How was the conversation? And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, at Winling, trying to gauge how she's doing. And you can see her spirits are up, you know. If you look over at Khalid, he's still like. <laughs> <laughs> he just got blatted in the in the face by a rake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, sorry. Uh, yes, Maya, the conversation went well. We were able to um, iron out our um, uh, 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 um, trousers differences, perhaps differences. Yes, yes, Tra- not my trousers. No, they, they stayed on, they stayed on. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at them both, looking at them both, just smiling and smiling. Why, why, why don't you two come sit down? There is ample liquor, and I imagine we can get someone to deliver food as late as it is. Yeah, I'll get out the uke, and we can play. Maybe they have cake, but I'm only going to have a one bite. Cake sounds like an excellent <laughs> idea. <laughs> and when you say that, Khalid just kind of gives you like a bit of a knowing smile, as if things haven't changed. <laughs> And Yuke is played, alcohol is delivered, as is cake and desserts. Mm. Eventually, you'll you see, or Omar has kind of relaxed into it. Maya, very, very slowly, while still maintaining a very upright posture, will take a bit of cake for a dessert and just like, Pulls down her white veil. Notices it tastes good and then just like reassumes guard position. But the evening progresses. Um, Is there anything in particular that wishes to be done? Um, Apologize. Omar, seeing as how things are ironed out now, uh, it's more explaining like, look, given what I understood about the situation. <laughs> and by this time he's had like a couple glasses, pulls you and like, it is okay. Little hot spit and like nuggies you. You got the good clean hit. Mm. Oh. Yeah, fighter That's- culture, it be like that. <laughs> I mean, cleared that up. Um, I, I will go ahead and, and uh, cure wounds on Inqua because mm. I, I don't want him drinking while he has open bleeding wounds. That's <laughs> like a terrible idea. <laughs> so I'll just like dump all four spell slots into, into healing him. I imagine that'll bring him up to full. I'm just going to say you probably only need one. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll use whatever is necessary to, to get him all healed up and, and Gucci. Cure wounds? Cure wounds. Uh, roll, roll the D8 just in case there's other shit. Uh, that is the D8. Base is a five. Oh, base is five. Yeah, you got you top them yeah. off. <laughs> cool. Because uh, the, the additive to that is is four, so that would be nine. Okay. Cool. If you if you want to throw one 
I was going to say, did Tim get hit? Come here, Tim. Okay. The, you know, take take care of her party members. Mm-hmm. While he's letting... eating his cheesecake. Yeah. Just, just like come up next to him. Yes. Come up next to him, just like poke him one finger in the side of the neck. Poke. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 basically taking over as as a team healer so that Winley can relax. Mm-hmm. Totally. If there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, I could I could give people temporary hit points, but I can't heal yet. I gotta mm-hmm. get that, you know. When Winley had some wine and chocolate cake, and so she's definitely now relaxed. And every now and then we'll whisper, like in Ecclesiastes, "Oh, remember when we did this?" <laughs> really, gnomes. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating adventures. Oh, um, she glosses over the were rats and the mm-hmm. the shit episode. <laughs> oh, oh, come on! You're not gonna tell him about that. Oh man, she'll so. need more than wine to, to reveal that. <laughs> Does Darjan fill in the rest of the story? <laughs> she probably starts to say, it and Winley just darts. Yes, yes it's honestly, oh, yeah, not let great. him know. You should have seen us. We all went, and then she's all like, it's, she goes, go sing. And so I start singing about, but you know, it's a nice day for a light sweater. It's a nice day for a cardigan. So anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm doing my thing. She pushed me away. Well, <laughs> oh, Tim would have filled in like, oh, you forgot? I'll tell you. <laughs> and-, and then Wayne just goes like this. <laughs> And, and and over the course of this, uh, Isolde is kind of drifting towards the edges of what's turned into a nice little party, actually. Mm-hmm. And just, just watching, sipping, sipping her drink and, and letting herself process the fact that she told Soliana off. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about that and processing that and just, you know, watching the kids, enjoying yeah. that Winley has come to terms with her past. Maya kind of settles up. Can, yeah, Maya. I was going to say, can I, can I, I want to, I want to, I want to make friends with Maya too. Oh, okay. Although at, at this point, when you peel off, it's all Maya kind of styles off. It's like, I am sorry for saying I would stick my blade down your throat and throw your spine. It's quite all right. I understand. We are protective of those who are ours. Yes. I can see you take good care of Lady Winley. I certainly try. She's, she's a good one. I can see that. Which point, Darjan, you kind of like pop on over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, come on, man. That was, let's, uh, let's go get something to drink. And, and hey, you want to learn how to play the uke? I will not drink. I'm still on duty. But I will play the uke. All right, let's go. I look forward to hearing it. And still just like leaning up against the fireplace, sipping, sipping, mm-hmm. and just watching, just watching over everyone. Um, Maya takes on the uke and she's like, ah, oh, it's kind of like a small sitar. Yeah. And then begins to just like pluck away on it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm there. I'm watching. I'm going to see mm-hmm. if I can soak up some of that too. <laughs> and quite <laughs> dirty 20, um, quite tactfully plays very well on the uke. Nice. But the evening ends at which point uh, Khalid is 
kind of like looking out over the curtains like, oh, I, <laughs> I believe we have overstayed our welcome, friends. Um, thank you. Thank you all. Um, this was a much better party than the one we just had. The smaller, more intimate ones are far more interesting than massive ballrooms and sweeping desserts. Although those kebabs were lovely. Yes. Family recipe. Mm. Um, yes, lots of, especially when you're hosting, I think very much um, have to be everywhere at once. And you have to be on spread. duty the whole time. Yes. So thank you for the night of um, relaxation. Yeah, I did like that stage though. So thanks, thanks for that. That was good. <laughs> I, I unfortunately, Lady Winley and I uh, were leaving on your um, par party girl. Party girl. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it definitely livened up that party. It, it felt more like um at that moment. I'm glad you heard a little bit of it. <laughs> Well, we shall be taking our leave. I have an early shift in the morning. Well, um, it, it has been a pleasure to meet you, all of you. And I'll include Omar and, and Maya in that, in that glance. Mm -hmm. And they give their nods. Omar a little like a, <laughs> yeah. a couple, few drinks he's, he's, in. He's a little ways in. <laughs> Uh, at which point Khalid just like taps him on the shoulder. Um, well, I will see you all hopefully soon. Kind of directing that one at Winley. They begin to make their exits. Omar, then Maya, then Khalid who stops at the doorway. It's like, Lady Winley, and just like kind of beckons you over. Um, this isn't much, but one gift for another. And he takes off his scarf oh. and wraps it around your neck. Well, it's not butterfly wings, but <laughs> it's pretty good I'm certain you have many uses for it on your adventures and this time because she's still in front of everybody she'll just give him a hug <laughs> may you all have safe travels and uh, again hope to see you soon Travel safely, and may may the goddess watch over you. Gives each of you a head nod and closes the door behind him. Well, this night has been rather too much activity for my taste. Just getting started. Oh, no, no, it's time to turn in. For those of us who need more than four hours of trancing... We should get some rest. Also, um, I neglected to mention to the, to the rest of the group, but 
there was a fellow who who said that he may have a lead on uh, the dragon. And uh, would I'm trying to remember exactly what what Jack said because it's it's been a week. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I remember correctly, he he sussed out that we were trying to to go after the the dragon and offered us a job basically, and we would yes. meet him at a particular beach, right? Uh, the Balmy Bay is what he said. The Balmy Bay. Well then, and I will pass that along to the others and be like, I mean, if and I'll look over at Inqua if uh, your sources are being a little bit less than um, forthcoming. Perhaps this fellow Jack would would be better, a better source if we are able to do something for him. Oh, yeah. I think that would be a good choice. If, if we can avoid using that, it might be, might be a good idea. James, you do that voice so well. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> mildly terrifying. <laughs> oh, that's Awesome. Well done. Well done, sir. Um, but he said at noon, right? Do you remember that correctly? Yes. Just in case of some party time sure. needs to wear off. So, um, I mean, it may be another another instance like, like the lighthouse where we go and we do something and get something in return. Maybe we'll actually get something in return this time. But this, this fellow Jack is um, a very roguish sort of sort of fellow, but he knows he, he knows good tobacco. And we could use another job. Potentially, yes. And if it's something that will lead us closer to finding Cryovane, I'm I'm down for that. But what do the rest of you think? Winley throws a scarf around her shoulder and says, another adventure for the Argent Sword. Go over and just like wrap an arm around, around her shoulders and pull her into, in, into a gentle hug. It's good, it's good to see you in high spirits again. Get to punch Tim in the arm. <laughs> Tim, what do you Hard. Think? Just... Oh, no, I... I... Yeah, if it'll get us closer to cryovane. Yeah. How about, how about you, Inqua? I mean, you all are my family, so I'm here for the ride. Winley gives him a thumbs up for the thumb of our hand. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> And eventually you all begin to find your way into sleep, not knowing how late into the night you actually have gone with this nice little party. But as the early sun rises, that's where we're going to take our break. Y'all do get a long rest. Um, and uh, we will check back and see where their next adventures begin. Um, so again, we're not doing a giveaway tonight, so we will just go straight into the break and we will see you all in about seven to ten. All right, catch you then.
you believe it? Thomas is just such a wonderful guy. He can't hear us. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, welcome back to uh, Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. I have sufficiently shoved all of the Jolly Bee in my tummy. Sponsor us, please. I would love that. Um, so, <clears throat> got a Filipino on this stream. So, like, come on. <laughs> I'm, 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 I am, I am about as white as they come. But that that food sounds delicious. Jollibee, um, mango and peach pies, ube pies. Um, that's for breakfast. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so y'all had a after a tenuous start to the evening, a more relaxed one. Parties a bit. More of a kickback, if you will. But as the sun begins to peer through the windows, Winley, some of the light just kind of catches your eyes and you begin to awake. And you sit up realizing he's probably off on his way. Yeah, she's going to quietly try to get dressed, make sure Izzy's out. And um, she grabs something real fast and then she's going to head to what I assume are the docks. Mm-hmm. I assume there's like one central place where the, the larger ships yeah. uh, leave from. Um, assault, uh, why don't you use the uh, uh, perception check at disadvantage, please? I reckon I can do that. And uh, <laughs> Laura, uh, for Winley, a stealth check. Well, one of them was a nat 20. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I got 21. Yeah, they rolled pretty high. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, let's see, total, that would be a big old um, four. Four. Not the most subtle, and Isolt always the hardened warrior, just like eyes open as sound is emanating from your room. Just like blink a couple of times. Going somewhere. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll be okay, Izzy. Just you know, Khalid's ship's leaving this morning. I'll I'll like roll over and grope at at, at my trousers on the floor. Pull out one of the sending stones and chuck it at her. <laughs> no, she can't. <laughs> wait. She wait. Should I roll to see she catches it? Sure, roll it down. <laughs> I mean, I would lob it underhand. <laughs> no bad. Can you roll that one? <laughs> it smacks you straight in the forehead like you're ready to catch it and you just like, and you cra- try and grab. And she like, she runs to the mirror like, oh my God, is that going to leave a mark? <laughs> it's it's got a like nice sizable red. So she like pulls her bangs to the side. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if okay. You- Thing. I have the other one. <laughs> Thanks, Izzy. And just and she... like roll, roll back over, pull the covers over my head. <laughs> yeah. She's going to sprint down to the, to mm-hmm. the docks. You sprint down to the docks and <clears throat> easily enough, having known where the fishery is, it is right next to that area where that place is ready to serve all sailors. Um, and there you see in not as regal white, but very fine um, vestiges flanked by a very large guard and a short guard 
um, Khalid kind of beginning to walk down the deck towards um, his ship, and you were up on the 40-foot-high cliff looking down. And um, so I'm up on the cliff, and she's like, okay, it's now or never, and she tries to remember what she saw Khalid do with the scarf. And I'm assuming you attuned to it. Yes. Oh my god, if this thing is cursed. <laughs> hey, Winley. So, yeah, she would have done that like that evening because it would have been like so special oh, yeah. for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you attuned to it. Um, I actually haven't written the stats for this thing yet. Um, but it gives you flying speed and it's not like immediately like boom and you flop, flop off. Um, so she's gonna yell from the cliff, Khalid, and then try. <laughs> she's gonna think butterfly, butterfly, mm-hmm. butterfly. And they flare out and you lift off and begin to coast over towards him. And he does hear that Khalid as he looks up and is like taken aback as you begin to coast over. Um, and she, she's enjoying it like oh this is so beautiful but as she gets closer to the ground she's like I don't know how to land <laughs> and she actually yeah, says that um, it, think land think like you're about to land think you're a... okay, okay and she's, she's trying to think of any like do, have I seen a bird what is a bird I can't even remember what a bird looks like <laughs> And as your mind frazzles, he, like, begins to, like, rush about on the deck and positions himself to catch you. And, like, he absorbs your momentum while also not falling over. It's like, oh, it would have been cute if they fell over, though. (laughs) He trips. Oh, (laughs) no, no, no. It's good that you caught her. She already got banged in the head by a sending stone, so. Uh, And, like, you are, he's he's a good five inches or so taller than you, so you're kind of, like, pressed into his chest at the moment, and he, like, pulls you away. He's like, your head is new. Oh, yeah, it's just trying something new. (laughs) She makes sure that her forehead is covered. (laughs) Uh, oh, I, I just wanted to see you before you, you know, set sail. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I appreciate you. I mean, we, um, we went pretty late into the night, so I was just, um, uh, you, you woke up early for, for, for me. I, I appreciate that. And, and she, um, uh, rifles around in her pockets and she said and she pulls something out here and in her palm you see a little origami unicorn oh and he takes it very gingerly out of your hands and like appraises it these are very very fine folds yeah just a new hobby of mine did did you make this the last night? Yeah, I couldn't get to sleep right away. <laughs> and, 
and he, he like kind of palms it in his hand very gingerly and he looks to you. May I? She just nods. And he he goes in, but then he like kind of brushes the hair to the side and just kisses you on the forehead. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, may, may I try again? I missed. And she really does just laugh. She just starts <laughs> giggling. And she says, sure. And um, she throws up the scarf to mm-hmm. give a little privacy from Omar and Maya. Yeah. And with you being attuned to it, it kind of like folds up like a wing and just kind of splays out a bit as <laughs> you two kiss. <laughs> and a little more collected this time he pulls away. Well, I again wish you very safe travels on your adventures and I hope you return and tell me more. I hope, I hope we can too. And she looks at him with a tiny bit of sadness in her eyes because I think she's not convinced that she will ne- necessarily ever get to see him again. Mm-hmm. At which point you hear the, uh, <clears throat> I should I should learn boat terminology, folks. Uh, <laughs> you hear the first mate, let's say first mate, uh, yell out, all right, let's begin raising the anchor. Why does he have an accent? <laughs> He's not Omnian. Um, or is he? Yeah, well, he's Omnia now. All right, raise anchor. Khalid, we will be taking off. He looks up with sadness, looks back to you. You're more than welcome to stay. Stay. Hmm. We have a job to do and people to protect. Again, those qualities do not leave you even if your name changes. I'm hoping this one sticks. <laughs> Would you like at least to ride out a bit uh, with that? Any points to the scarf? You can head back. Uh, I might need to practice a little bit. That <laughs> <laughs> is understood. Um, may I walk you to the deck or the, uh, it is the deck, right? No. The ga- uh, I walk you to the ship. Down the gangplank to the dock. Thank you. <laughs> Shall I walk you to the dock? Oh, because he's already on the ship. Yes. He walks with you. You walk beside him. Omar Maya, not too far behind. <laughs> when he looks back. <laughs> Omar gives a hearty wave and even covered, you can see a bit of a raised eyebrow from Maya. 
Well, I hope to see you soon. I really hope that too. One more for the road. I don't know. And then she just kisses him. <laughs> she kind of psychs him out a little bit. Oh, and again, you psych him out. He's like, I'm going back up. And begins to just like arms to his side, just like kind of like <laughs> up the gangplank. Yeah. And she'll, she'll wait there to see and kind of mm -hmm. do the waving thing. Yeah, does the waving thing as the sails unfurl. And no, they don't unfurl, not until they get out. <laughs> I know that much. Ha <laughs> ha! But they are able to coast out and you watch as they make it past the barrier that originally was used to hold off the sea spawn as it has been lowered and it goes out and after I don't know how long you watch for but catching some of the rays from the east the sails unfurl <laughs> and you watch as it begins to coast further along out into the water before heading southwards. Yeah. Yeah, she'll still she'll stay there a long while. Just mm -hmm. kind of see it till it's a teeny tiny speck. Yep. Meanwhile, the other four, definitely at this point you have awoken, having your rest. Yeah, I I I would get up uh maybe like a 15 minutes or so after when Lou took off, mm -hmm. you know, get dressed, put my armor on, get ready for the day. Um, and then put in, put in an order for breakfast mm -hmm. to be delivered for the group, because I think Winley will be starving huh. when she gets back. <laughs> oh, for the group. Okay. I was, I was thinking yeah. we would have to go downstairs, but no, I'll, I'll, I'll invite everyone back to uh, the, our, our little sitting room area and provide breakfast for everyone. Mm -hmm. That will be a uh, two, two gold and five silver. Done. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we, I had also talked with, with Tim about, about uh, going and getting armor. So I would want to meet up with him after eating and be like, let's, let, let's dip down there quickly and deal with armor and come back. Uh, easily enough, you find a uh, blacksmith to arrange for your, uh, not made to order, but like off the rack, if you will, um, Splint? Splint, yes. Yes. How much is that boy? 200. I looked it up. 200. Cool. And then uh, and I'm assuming you're selling your chain? Yes. I'm, I'm selling my chain and Tim is being kind enough to loan me money. Ah, lovely. Um, how much is the chain usually? Uh, the chain is 70. And so, 70. You can, and so you can sell it for half of what it's worth. Yeah. So they offer you 35. Um, so basically 165 for the um, splint male of which you two are able to cover. Yes, between us. 
Mm-hmm. And it's very much appreciated, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> well, you all risking your life to do this, so. Which boosts my AC up to 20, which has the DM just glowering at me. More, more spells, more spells. Dexterity saving throws all the time. Oh, wait, no, you have your shield master. Yeah. Kiss, kiss. Intelligence saving throws, more rat kings. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go and I will obtain the, the splint and sell them the chain and put the splint on, checking its fit. So it doesn't fit perfectly because it's not mm-hmm. made for me, but I am a... I am an averagely sized human, and yes. so it fits me re- uh, reasonably well. Yeah, and the make of it is good. Just ends right above the uh, uh, what am I thinking? Mid thigh. Mm. Yeah. Now you're gonna need to get a tabard too. <laughs> Probably. No guy. Do, do <laughs> we need any special arrows or anything for dragons? Is that something you guys could 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 look for? Because we have crossbows. There is such a thing as a dragon slaying arrow. I just don't know if this little town. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) no. I was trying to think of other. You know, if there we needed bigger ones or stronger, faster, better. A bit poorer than we were before. So true. True. But you all begin to. Once again, reconvene at the sunset horizon. Um, yes, what would you all like to do? I think we need to go talk to our friend about a job, right? I think that's um, the next thing. Winley is going to return kind of starry-eyed and just like slouch in one of the table chairs at the you know in the restaurant mm-hmm. <laughs> and try to like get a coffee or something and yeah. just enjoy her morning coffee would i see her on my way back through uh, yeah i would say on the way back through um after you two went to go grab the splint you just kind of see winley mm-hmm. scarf draped mm-hmm. over her shoulders sipping this tiny little coffee uh there's breakfast for you in the in the sitting room if you'd like it winley we made sure to leave some for you Oh, I guess I could have a bite or two and she'll like dreamily go back up to the room with her coffee. <laughs> ah, if music be the food of love, play on. <laughs> yes, you go up and you find some nice fresh fruit. Um, uh, not like hard tack or anything like, but a nice artisan kind of bread with um, some schmears on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, schmear? Yeah, some schmear. But yeah, it's it's dainty but filling. So yeah, eat eat our fill, make sure to, that we've wiped out all of the food, and then let's go see a man about a dragon. As we're getting ready to do that, you see Winley look in the mirror and look at her forehead and just start giggling. And you're wondering why she's giggling at the bruise on her forehead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw it that hard. I was only about a fourth awake. <laughs> well, of course, that's not why she's giggling, but you don't know that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, and I'll, I, I will uh, ask for the, for, for the sending stone back just to make sure that I know where it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it back to her. Mm-hmm. Love Winley. Don't trust her to remember where things go. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, head down to the balmy bay, wherever in the frick okay. that is. And as we walk there, Winley is going to, like, anytime she sees a bird, she's going to study it intently. <laughs> Doing birds instead of butterflies, huh? Well, I don't assume I'm going to see many butterflies in the middle of the city. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, one thing I totally forgot. Tamago Tora, 500 bits to the players for that character drama. All of the drama. The drama going. Um the drama go is that what you just said drama llama drama llama um so yes you make your way out and you're like where the fuck is the balmy bay um and you go out and <laughs> uh, <laughs> drama llama <laughs> um oh no he liked alpacas Sorry, I'm thinking about Jimmy Neutron. Uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. You ask around about the Balmy Bay and quickly learn it's not actually a bay, but it is the Balmy Bay Bookstore. Okay. At which point <laughs> you uh, fo- or follow one person's instruction who is quite helpful. They lead you over. And um, <clears throat> there you see a sign that's made of stained glass that just kind of like hangs off perpendicular to the doorway. Like just has like a, a nice dune sand with a palm tree on it and what looks to be what could amount to a lounge chair and someone with an open book and underneath it in um, in nice, uh, what is it? I it's been for episodes. Calligraphy class. kind of thing. Calligraphy. Let's say calligraphy. Carved calligraphy. It says the balmy bay, and it's kind of got of a more of a relaxed font to it. You open the door and you hear like ding, 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 ding. at which point you see a, a familiar face kind of pop up and it's like hello and welcome to the balmy balmy bay bookstore. And standing before you is Hannibin. <laughs> she got a job. <laughs> nice. Hey, Hannibin, it's been a while. Yes, yes, it's been a while. You all um, kind of left. And oh. well, uh, I mean, no, again, you said you would only pay for us for one night, but you know, I, I need to get a job and I started looking here and uh, Winley, she said that there was a really nice bookstore that she really wanted to check out here. At which point, you can see over on the side over there, Winley just or Winnie looking over uh, one of the books, being like, "Oh, hey, hey, everybody! Oh my gosh, <laughs> what a coincidence!" Oh yeah, yeah. We we looked around for Hanneman to get a job. We didn't want something like you know, like fish packing that would smell weird or like um you know hard labor in the field so we're like how about a bookstore and then they're like do you know how to like work with books and and she's like i mean like i've worked in a storeroom and stuff and now she works here yes 
Seems like a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's, it's getting used to, you know, when you're not in a cult and you actually have to work. <laughs> but, a, but, but a bookstore surrounded by all of this knowledge. This, this seems like a good place to be. Yeah. I, 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 get, it, I, I get to learn a lot. Um, and, you know, every now and then just like, peruse some of the books. And <laughs> when, you know, I mean, it's a bookstore. Not a lot of people read. Um, but uh, yeah, cool stuff. What are you all doing here? Uh, we're looking for a fellow named Jack. Mm. And um, who 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 who's been keeping an eye out on the sun? I don't, I don't know what on the sun to gather what time it is. Probably me. Okay, it's probably about one o'clock. Shit. Are we really that late? I didn't think we'd taken that long. Uh, no, excuse me. Mm. Now y'all would have gotten there early. Yeah. It would have been around like 1130 then. Okay. That makes sense. Um, no, no, Jack. All right. Well, if you don't mind, we'll just peruse a bit. For sure, for sure. Uh, as you peruse, any any interest anybody looking for? Music books. Music books. Okay. Anything else? Winley's gonna look for like the old like adventure books that she used to read with Khalid. Okay. Probably if they have anything on Arcana. Arcana. Uh, any particular? No, I just don't remember a lot of what my parents initially taught me. So ah, like, so the use of spells. Okay. So. Uh, Darjan, make an investigation check. Ooh. Let's see. Ooh. 21. 21. Uh, you peruse a bit, and um, it's, not the, it's not like a Barnes and Nobles, if you will, but it is no, no, a no. sizable bookstore, which more more deep than it is wide, and so you kind of just have to walk and eventually you find yourself in the back room which is actually uh, a second story with like books along the walls and you find the music section and as you are kind of like looking through it you find one peculiar piece where it just seems to be um someone like wedged a folder almost in there Hmm. and you open it and it's music you it it is in classical musical notation um but do you read infernal i'm sorry say that again do you read infernal i don't have that i don't believe um it is in the language you are uh the lyrics wise is unfamiliar with uh, the the tunes look good, right? Yes, the tunes have a very deep. Um, there's a minor key, and they tend mm. to be on the lower notes. Ooh, might be interesting to learn. Hmm, maybe I can find somebody who can translate. Yeah. So, uh, Winley, investigation check. Let's see. Ooh, 10. 10. <clears throat> so 
Hanneman directs you to the adventure section and um, particularly children's book. And there you find the, you find the book that um, you and Khalid used to read about how there was a pirate named Darlin Red Silver. <laughs> oh. Darlin Red Silver and how he would always have a very large cap with a singular red feather with a silver trim around and how in this book in particular went to the island of Cholt and how he would run with the dinosaurs and tame them as he perused the island looking for lost treasure. Yeah, she's going to buy a copy of this just mm -hmm. for memory's sake. Yes, that will be two gold. Uh, Tim, investigation check. Can I ask for help from Hannibal as to where books are? I rolled a seven. Seven, she can help you out, sure. Roll with advantage. Uh, roll a six. Keep the seven. Bye. So Hannibal's like, um, well, can help out a bit. Nothing on like necessarily magical books that's not what we really have here but um maybe we can check out like the the history section okay leads you over there and um <clears throat> nothing much other than you might find like uh like an apprentice tome where it's like very very basic where it's like to do press the digitation flick your wrist like this while saying the following incantation i wasn't looking for like an actual like spell book it was more just like the the theory behind magic and stuff like that like ah so you don't have to worry about like i'm looking for anything along the lines of like spells or anything okay this is well, more like god i can't remember like some of the basics that my mm -hmm. Wasn't paying attention because I was a kid and I didn't want to learn it. So you continue to flip through this book and it's very, very basic. It's like the weed is in which where we all draw magic from and in which all life comes from. Sometimes when you try and pull on the weed or shape it in a different way, you create magic. And it's like has a little illustrated halfling who's like rainbow i'm imagining like the mr dna from jurassic park <laughs> <laughs> basically so i found the children's section for <laughs> magic is it okay mm -hmm. all right um, well you know what that's about my level and all fair yeah. uh, okay it holds true in that sense and I think Winley notices Tim was like trying to desperately find something. <laughs> so she jokingly says, here, you, you didn't enjoy this one. And it's like a romance novel. It's a romance novel. It's it had tall. better not be the tall halfling. I will be annoyed. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was exactly where you were going, wasn't it? <laughs> you look at the cover Go and ahead, you see fine. a tall, el elven, elegant woman staring down but not too far down maybe about chest height of what appears to be a halfling slightly curved pointed ear and in beautiful scrawling on the front it says the tall halfling it's not what i was looking for um 
written by Snickers. Vanna Loftwin. <laughs> when they just Snickers. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty weighty tome. What the tall halfling? Yeah. We're still like, yeah, he's okay. He's gonna put it back when it's like okay. <laughs> Not that way. It's only like sixty thousand words. The font is huge, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's pictures. Uh, there's pictures in strategic oh. spots. <laughs> yes, but as you peruse, um, the hours kind of suck away a bit. Um, Isolt, is there anything you're looking in for particular? Not in particular. Just sort mm-hmm. of browsing around, trying to find out a little bit more about Leylon, about the history of the area. Um, maybe a little bit about Candlekeep because I've been to Candlekeep a couple of times, but never mm. was. I was too young to be really interested in why Candlekeep, just stars in the eyes and all that bullshit. Investigation check. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that is an 11. 11. Um, you definitely, f- for on the Leylon side, um, used to be a fishing slash agrarian-esque town. Nothing very spectacular about it. Um, and I guess more of the recent writing would probably come more in like news form uh, about what you find to be a I guess trade deals in which um, that positioned Leylon to have its economic boom that it is having currently between Waterdeep and Neverwinter, seeing it being that central point between the two. Um, it is close to the, uh, it is close, excuse me, close to Salt Marsh, and um, which you kind of get like a basic understanding of that where there's like, lizard folk and occasionally like haunted-esque stories and apparently a haunted mansion that is doing very, very well. Did they say anything about the crack cookies? That's all I want to know. Mm, yes, the crack cookies um, about, you know, 25 miles south are to die for. Um, Good old so, Maggret and her cookies. So, um, yeah, on that front, Candlekeep, again, it's more of a general thing. What you do notice is that what appears to be a, what essentially is like the new book section, um, a very familiar name on the cover of a published tome of, uh, it seems to be research onto uh, the Spell Plague, written mm-hmm. by Soliano Winrich. I'll pick it up between thumb and forefinger. Not really wanting to touch it, but also knowing that Tim has uh, was connected to the spell plague mm-hmm. and just like flip it over and read the back and see if this looks like something he might be interested in. Basically, what you get from it is a very dense dissertation about how its origins happened and its effects on particularly the continent of Faerun and particularly the Sword Coast and very particularly underground um, dwellings. Okay. 
as much as I try. <laughs> um, I'll I'll like lean and, and look and look for Tim. Mm-hmm. You kind of see him huddled by what seems to be the child section, looking over a small theory book. Hey, Tim. There's a, a dissertation about the spell plague. If you want to know a little, you're you're muted, dear. Oh, his face sours instantly upon hearing that. He just... Your family wasn't the only one affected by the spell plague. Oh, a lot of people were, I know. Maybe this will help tell you why. It's up to you. No, thank you. All right. Just very carefully put it back. Mm -hmm. Brush my hands off of my trousers. As if, <laughs> as, as if somehow Soliana might infect me from this from this distance. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, this whole time, <laughs> while while Tim was trying to read his children's book, Winley had been reading the Tall Halfling to him. But as soon as she saw that, like Isolt was like, at, you know, talk about something serious, she she definitely she quieted down. <laughs> Uh, and I'll, I'll actually look, I'll, I'll hold it for a second longer looking at it and just like, yeah, she was always into the dense words, even if she didn't always completely understand them. Mm-hmm. And time passes quite a bit as you all do your research. And if anyone had a keen mind here or a pocket watch, around one o'clock, bling, 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 just kind of striding in and has a very peculiar set of objects across his eyes and just like I see you all found your way here. You were up quite late, weren't you? Uh, yes. What are those things on your eyes? They block out the sun. It's quite a nifty invention. Like like the darkness cow how can you see anything? We've we were in darkness like that before and I couldn't see anything. <laughs> no, more like a shade, darling. More like a shade. As if you are underneath a tree, but just with your eyes. Hmm. Oh. I am very hungover right now, and it's very bright. Well, I'm glad that you were able to make your way here. <laughs> I may have lost it a couple times, but I know when business is business and I am here to do so. All right, well then, do we want to step out somewhere else? Oh no, there's a back room for readers, but I use it as a nice meeting place, very quiet and comes into a bookstore at, you know, noon. Winley will throw a look to Hannibin like, oh, great, you got to deal with this guy, huh? Hannibin's like, oh, oh, yes, the owner was telling me you're, you're Jack. Okay, um, yeah, the back room's open. Thank you, Hannibin. <laughs> Thank you, Hannibin. Excellent. Right, shall we? And uh, Hannibin, if you have any water... Uh, yes, I can go get some real quick. I, I, I think our hungover boy should drink some water. <laughs> right you are. Thank you for taking care of me. <laughs> and he kind of like Jack Sparrow walks 
to the back. <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. always like that wibbly wobbly, but never actually knocking anything over. That's going to be a long day. All right. <laughs> so you head to the back, uh, which you see a nice little table with a um, that can seat about three on the long side. So that's six and then two on each side. So 10 chairs in total. And it's got like a nice little uh, window out on the back end, which is towards the east, which right now has some sunlight coming in, even though the sun is straight up above. Jack kind of... <laughs> Jack uh, just kind of saddles up and saunters to the chair right by the window and pulls it out and flops in it and immediately the two feet go <laughs> takes off the glasses sets it on and his eyes are very glazed I recognize this look yes <laughs> uh, you all pour in at which point Hannibal also comes in with a uh, pitcher of water and some wooden cups and she closes the door behind So, friends, welcome. Do do take a seat. Do take a seat. And uh, Isolt will sit at the at the head of the table uh, and just like brace her elbows on it and fold her hands under her chin. Good. Do, do any of you else wish to sit or shall we make this more of a, um, how should I say this, a bit more of a, um, I don't know, formal affair? I'm sitting. Like with dancing? Sitting <laughs> down. I'm sitting. I like her humor. I like her humor. In the corner, Winley sees a small or a large poofy pillow and she's really confused what it is and she plops it's a beanbag <laughs> and you see a couple other move. ones yeah and this one just like sinks deep you're like where'd it go oh it's comfortable but i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get out of it <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give you a hand out of there be comfortable <laughs> there we go there we go see everybody's getting a bit more comfortable so, Argent Sword, your name has been spreading around these parts, I am sure you know. Hello. Uh, I, I actually am not aware of our word fame. Well, it is spreading like the spell plague. Sorry, that's a little too soon. <laughs> Glance over at Tim. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> it's been a century, loves. We can be a bit more open about it, can't we? But yes, um, takes a sip of the water. <sighs> that is good water. So, what I am proposing, you help Fine. me go on a bit of an expedition up into the Sword Mountains. You help keep me safe, and whatever you find in the place, 
yours to keep and I'm sure it will be very, very helpful for your dragon. Yes, the dragon is what we are, I think, most concerned about. Though I'll glance over at DJ and Tim at the mention of treasure. Mm. Well, how, how are you able to give us whatever's there? Well, no, I'm, I am in it for the research, the, um, the discovery. I am, I am a bit of a financier of adventures and I enjoy a bit of the uh, credibility that comes from having some of my folks find particular things. How is this going to get us closer to the dragon? Well, well, uh, I don't believe I said closer to the dragon. I said it help with the dragon problem. Though I'm sure it's a dragon and it's been attacking these parts and it would love to chill out in the mountains. So you might find it up there. But and what I We may offer, find more information up there. Yes. And what I offer is an expedition completely financed by me. Your lodging. Hmm. Well, there really isn't much of lodging on the way there, but uh, your food, your travel until we get to the mountains will be covered. Um, I have an excellent researcher who will be joining us to make sure we have know exactly where we are, an excellent tracker who will help us through the mountains, all of that. And I just need, I guess, the bodyguard portion of it. When Lee flexes her arm. See, right there, that love, right there is exactly the gumption I'm looking for. And she's sunk so far in the beanbag, that's probably all you can see, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I have never been rented out as a bodyguard before. Mm. It's oh, incredibly demeaning. Yeah. Oh, trust it's me. Not, it's not that bad. <laughs> Traveling with Jack, boom, it, it will be an experience. I am, um, you can ask any, any, any of the folks here whom I have hired and they know I take good care of my people. Mm. And the people you are hiring to come with us, or you're also vouching for them? Yes, yes. Oh, one of them, quite a intelligent, fresh off from Candlekeep. The other one is just, um, uh, what is it? Uh, he, he's been working out in the woods for quite a while and um, we'll make sure our path up there is perfect. Sorry, who are you hiring from Candlekeep? Oh, uh, one of the... Um, Apparently one of her bright, as you can see her uh, book out in the front, which will be very helpful for us. Um, she's already been researching um, Irithimbu as we speak. So, <laughs> I, I mean, her name is Suliana Winrick. I'm sure you haven't heard of her. She's been quite cloistered up in there. I'm um, unfortunately very familiar. Oh, hell, you know how much of a delight she can be. Um, and from at this point, all I see is the beanbag you hear. Oh, snap. <laughs> I just We've all heard the name. We've all heard the name. We've all heard yeah, the name. You've heard met. the first name. So, yes. Liana. Yes, yes. So. 
At which point you hear a at the door. Come in. And standing before you is um, the cleric, Osregel from the Shrine of Timora. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I thought you all would have been. Uh, this is the, uh, oh, you already found Jack. And uh, this is this is quite excellent, actually. Because this was what I was going to recommend you all for. Um, and look, as Jack does, finds what he needs. Ah, I found Soliana out in the back, just kind of peering through the window. So I thought I'd like bring him around. At which point Soliana, no longer in the pink tulip dress, but what seems to be much more adventuring clothes and has large bottle coke spectacles just kind of placed on here, hair tied back and a headband across her uh, dreads. As she looks in and sees Isolt. Arms crossed across her chest, sitting back in her chair, just glowering at the door. <laughs> well, I am hungover, but I sense history, which is always exciting. Maybe for you. So what do you say? I anything you find will be yours. I'll pay you. Hmm. How does five hundred gold each sound? Is that respectable? <laughs> I can see Tim just quivering with greed over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be like totally like. Hmm. Yes, I'm thinking about that. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> When they say 600. Mm, 600. How about this? How about this? Um, 300 now. And on my safe return, another 300. And you're going to be paying for all of the tents and all the everything and the food. Oh, and please. Yes. Remember, it's an adventure with Jack. It's an expedition. It's not, it's not fucking Icewind Dale. Okay, we're going to. You're going to be taken care of. Well, I vote yes. Isolde is <laughs> <laughs> still just glowering at Soliana, but reluctantly nods a little bit. Excellent. And we see Whitley's arm. Whitley, <laughs> no, she, she, it, you hear like wrestling and she's like, uh, 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 and she finally frees herself and she says, but we need matching outfits. Matching outfits. He like kind of puts the legs off to the side, walks over to you, leans down as you have like crawled out of your beanbag prison. You have gumption and ideas. God, where did you find this woman? And she grabs you by the face, like kisses you on the forehead. Yes, these are the bright ideas I need. Matching outfits. Yes, yes, it will all be covered and we will make it happen. 
Orange. And I want a red feather. You want to have a whole turkey full of red feathers. <laughs> oh, beautiful ideas. God, I am pulsating in my forehead right now. But, um, Osrigo, you know these folks. I know these folks. Draft a contract. I'm going to go vomit off and get out of the way. And he just kind of <laughs> saunters out of the room once more. Well, I like him. <laughs> He's your speed, Tim. <laughs> Goodness. And I'm standing at, at this point because I don't want to be shorter than Soliana. Mm-hmm. Um, but look over at the fellow who's going to be drawing up contracts for us. So, when do we leave? Um, well, probably when he's ready to go. Probably, I mean, if the matching outfit things are actually going to happen in the next day or so. How does that sound? That should be excellent. Still just watching Soliana. Mm-hmm. Like, like you'd watch a, a snake that has just peeked out of the grass. And she just has her arms folded, realizing the awkward nature of the situation. Um, Since I've worked with people of different uh, mm, backgrounds and ways that they do things and legal kinds of things. Yeah, I'd be very interested in seeing what this uh, contract is. Mm-hmm. And as Osrigel begins to draft it up, um, make a, uh, I guess, investigation check, see if there's any funky, funky wording. Yeah, I think that's probably a good one. Uh, there it is. <laughs> 15. 15. <laughs> um, so as you watch as Osvaldo begins to draft this up, basically the contract is this. You all are hired as bodyguards. You are to keep Jack safe. You are to head to the city, gnome city of Irithimble. Investigate and... Um, acquire any interesting objects, anything that Jack does not find interesting to himself, you all will be able to keep. Um, and this, and in this contract, it doesn't mention uh, Soliana or the um, tracker he mentioned, since this seems to be a contract just between you five and Jack. Um, and and Winley is like over the shoulder saying, and, and he pays for the rest of our accommodations for the rest of the time we're here. Roller persuasion check? Can we argue for advantage? Because he did. No, I, I did not need advantage. Uh, that would be a 22. Okay. I am. Uh, Osrael was like, well, that does sound like Jack. And, and then matching and uniforms, right? Matching and the three red, red feather, red feather, red feather. Yes. Mm-hmm. To uh, what is your name? I'm Winley Glorybow. Winley Glorybow, and uh, three hundred to be paid now, and then three hundred to be paid 
on Jack's safe delivery, as he likes to say, to his front doorstep. Wait, where is his front doorstep? Uh, you may have, um, you have been staying at the Sunset Horizon, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there. Okay. All right. Okay. Just making sure it wasn't some faraway town. No. Oh, well. These sneaky sneakies. He does actually not. He has multiple living places elsewhere. Okay, so maybe we put Sunset Horizon. Good choice. Parentheses, Sunset Horizon. Excellent. Well, um, and then he draws the line. And Darjan, while you're watching, no sneaky business as it was drafted up. Has a, begins like making a singular line across with a date. Is this for a particular group or shall yeah. I have each? The Iron Sword. If you could sign here, please. And we'll do so. Mm -hmm. You sign there. There's a second line made underneath that will likely be signed by Jack when he returns. Which he does after a good 20 minutes of retching, possibly. Who knows? Probably lost a week's worth of rations at that point. <laughs> and in case anyone was wondering, Winley does dot the I in her name with a heart. Of course she mm. does. Indeed. So you watch as Jack stumbles in once more and looks over the contract. Looks over at Winley. Your smile. <laughs> Get that feather. Signs it in, dates it. At which point, um, Osvergel does a bit of it, some hand signs over it, and just like you watch as a magical shimmer just kind of goes over the contract. Well, contract has been made. We are bound by the oaths that we make, we are cursed by the oaths that we break. <laughs> A proper paladin here. Yes. Yes. Woman of honor. Woman of ideas. This whole group like grabs Inkwa and then Tim squeezes them in. This is going to be the best adventure ever. Pulls you off to the side. We leave at dawn. Noon. We leave at noon tomorrow. And then leaves out the door. Well then, we will continue to be at the Sunset Horizon until noon tomorrow. So Liana kind of like presses herself off the wall, walks over to you, just sticks a hand out. Look forward to working with you. And I appraise her for a moment to, I'm trying to decide if she's pissed off at me for everything that I said last night. Uh, inside check. Yeah, fair. That's my insight. Okay. <laughs> uh, 19. 19? She's wary of you. Fair. I'm wary of her. So I will nod a little bit, extend my hand and shake it, perhaps squeezing a little bit tighter than I should. 
Mm-hmm. You squeeze a bit tighter, and she tries to she tries to match, but isn't able to. Nah. Like you feel it, like the fingers crumble in a little bit. I mean, I don't do strong enough to to like break her hand, although I mm-hmm. certainly could. Just strong enough to be like, I could if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to. Yeah, you definitely do like the, like her fingers just kind of like collapse in on themselves, and she just like purses her lips. Doesn't like immediately pull back, but just like lets the hand drop. Well, I will see you all tomorrow. Until tomorrow. Would recommend reading my book. Not as any... It might help. And then walks out. And this just sort of lets her head drop. God damn it. <laughs> So for those who weren't privy to the conversation yesterday, that's my ex. Oh, I remember. Hmm. Oh, Igwa, <laughs> oh, I forgot you were here. <laughs> we did not part well 20 years ago and we certainly did not part well last night. Oh, I missed I- that part might have told her off it was very cathartic i didn't think i'd have to see her again oh well Well, it's not like we're gonna be in the same tent or anything so oh i've got to negotiate separate tents i'll sleep under a tree before i sleep in the same tent as her so, uh, right. It's afternoon. I'm going to go get drunk. I'll see you all back at the rooms. Oh, yeah. See you. And Tim is out the door. But I will stop on the way through and pick up a copy of Soliana's book because she's kind of a bitch, but she doesn't give warnings like that if she doesn't think they're valid. And she, I know that she's more intelligent than I am. Mm-hmm. So I will stop and pick up a copy of her book before no, going gold. and getting hmm? three gold. All right. And we did get the, the 300 from them. Uh, not paid out yet, but it will be paid. How dare. You need, need a kid. She could have at least given you a free book. Ugh. Yeah. Fucker. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and buy a copy. And so I'll, I'll get a copy of, of her book and take it back with me and peruse it while I am drinking. Mm-hmm. You do that. Tim heads out. Uh, Winley, Darjan, anything in particular? Well, Winley is going to try to catch up with Jack or wh- whomever she thinks is a, uh, or whoever she thinks is going to be in charge of getting our matching outfits mm. so that she can give some guidance on that. All right, you catch, like, you go out and you see Jack just kind of, like, stumbling through the merchant place. Um, Darjan, is there any place in particular you'd like to go? In particular? Um, are you just, are you going to go read, Tim, or are you taking off? Oh, Tim's going up the back door into the alley. Okay. Um, yeah, so what I was going to do is I was going to go with Tim. Um, 
we have we 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 know how to get uh, ready for a mission of this nature. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that we we would like to get yeah. ourselves. Okay. And I will ask Inqua what he'd like to do when we return next week. Yes, that's where we're going to end it, folks. The Argent Sword once again splitting off to do a bit of a shopping slash relaxing episode before I don't want to say the final arc, but at least I know the second to final arc of Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. Oh my goodness, we're getting close. As long as the arc isn't as long as the fucking rats arc. I was going to (laughs) say. So yeah. Our our friends here are going to head off to Irithimble and see what that's like because I like gnomes and we're going to have a fucking gnome campaign. Um, (laughs) Spoilers. uh, Yeah, y'all do do know that Irithimble is a gnome city based on what jack just told you um but we shall find out what you find there maybe in a couple of weeks um for next week is a good old shopping slash uh, meandering episode but until then uh thank you all for donating the bits there's Tamago Tora. There was Duke Flea. Wait, before we end, we need to just use our cards. <laughs> oh, shit. Critical strike this barrel. <laughs> uh, we will have six. That, that will go into the boy. Yes, and I have two over here. <laughs> um, but we shall see what happens. Thank you, Tamago Tora, Duke Flea, Baroness, Hefner. Um... I think those were our donation folks. Um, with the 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 the, the bets, I think that is it. I'm trying to scroll to the top. There we go. Baroness Hefner. Yes, yes, Tomago Tora. Um, Duflig. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Cool. Thank you all so much for joining or donating. Uh, thank you always to our patrons who again help us keep the lights on. And um, I'm really sorry we didn't use the cards. We just don't fight very much. <laughs> we fight no, enough. We fight here's enough. what I'll say: Winley catches a sneak peek. Winley catches up with Jack. She sees he's about to go into a store with like really tacky clothes, and she emergency seals that so he can't <laughs> enter. And she oh. She guys in the next re- door. Re- redirects him to better clothing. Yes. <laughs> Just like, Dum. understood. We don't go for tacky then. <laughs> Walks off this way. <laughs> but yes, we shall see what they're all about, what Soliana's about, what Jack's about, who the uh, tracker is, um, all of that, and more when we return. Uh, also remember that with... Uh, Coming up this week, we have good old Trust Maiden beginning at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're moving that along 12 or moving that back 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, yes. And after that, Down Darker Trails will be at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then we will be back here Monday for Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. But until then... See you then. Stay safe. Stay healthy. 
and bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Dragon of Ispire Peak. Please visit our YouTube page at youtube.com slash questchaos to catch our back episodes of Natural One, Chaos Agents, Great Dane Society, other great one-shots, and reviews and playthroughs of board games. Thank you, and I hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W., and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.